Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you could experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh Podcast. This week's title is The Hand of the Lord. I'm taking a look at Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. Well, you know, the word hand here means strength, power, signs, and his monuments. The monumental things he does and those things that he sets as a monument. Jesus Christ, death on the cross and his resurrection is a monument that he has set into motion, a monument of his covenant. And his hand is that strength and power and the signs and the wonders and all the glorious things he has done and that he's continuously doing. And his hand is not shortened. You know, that word shortened means that his hand is not grieved or impatient or discouraged. See, he is faith and he always believes. He is not shortening his hand by drawing it back from us. He's not discouraged by anything you've done. He's not discouraged by anything he sees. He's not discouraged by any of it. It was his voice that said, let there be light, and there was light. He is faith, and he always believes. And his power and his strength and the signs and wonders of his glorious glory is never shortened in our lives. Well, the word that it cannot save is yasha. It is the word for that phrase. It means that he liberates and he delivers and he saves us from moral troubles and he gives us victory as well as he rescues and avenges and defends us. He brings us to safety. See, the hand of the Lord, his strength and his power is not discouraged, is not grieved. He is faith and always believes and he always yesha. He always saves. He always liberates. He always delivers. He always gives the victory. He always defends and rescues us. And it goes on and says, neither his ear is heavy that it cannot hear. Well, this means that he has brought divine revelation. The word ear means he has brought an audience of us to us, that he is advertising his word and he is uncovering the ear to reveal to reveal his divine revelation that we may be the receiver of divine revelation so he's saying here that his hand is not shortened and his revelation his divine revelation is not heavy or kept from us that word heavy means you know advertising of his word is not weighty or grievous or or hard or burdensome or dull or insensible. He's saying it's not difficult for him and it's not challenging to him to bring divine revelation. He's always there for you to experience that divine revelation, that divine revelation that he has for you, that he has for me, that he's brought through Jesus Christ, that he's brought by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. See, this word heavy also means it is rich and honorable and glorious and honored and made abundant and enjoyed. So he's saying it's not heavy and grievous, but on the contrary, he is bringing richness and honorableness and glorious, absolute, abundant joy to us. That 
is so powerful. His hand is not shortened. His strength, his power, all that he is, is not shortened. He's not discouraged. He is always, always bringing divine revelation, divine power, divine victory, and he's doing it with abundant joy. And he doesn't weigh down himself and get burdened down and thinking, oh, look what you've done. He's not moved by that. He's not moved by the challenge. He sees already the answer and he knows he has brought the answer and he knows he is the answer because he is faith and he always believes. And that word for that cannot hear, that phrase there means Shema. It is the word where he listens and he perceives and he has power to hear and he gives his attention to and interest with understanding and he heeds us. He hears he always perceives what's happening. He always hears. And it goes on in this meaning that he grants our requests and he proclaims his word. And that divine revelation that he's brought to us, he reaches out. He has an outreach to us and he causes us to hear and he publishes his word. He is diligent with his word and he declares and he repeats and he reports and he shows forth his hand and he brings that witness because his hand is not shortened. He shows forth his power. It is glory. And he has not shortened it or drawn back. And he is not at all holding it away from us because again, he has faith and he always believes his strength and his power and his signs and the monuments he has set in our lives are always there for us. Always there. He's always, always believing and he's always empowering. You know, the hand of the Lord is the victory hand. It is the hand that God has brought action. It means that he is performing and bringing forth all that he is in our lives. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus is set down at the right hand of God. Why? Because it's not shortened. It wasn't grievous for him to do what he did to bring us all that he is. It's not grievous for him to have seen our need and brought his provision. He says he provides everything and he supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory. His riches are part of that hand, his strength and his power and his fulfillment of all of our needs because he is the hand of God. He is the victory of God. And as it says that Jesus is set down at the right hand of the Father, it means he is set down at the completed work and the hand that constantly brings forth that blessing and that answer to us. And it's not shortened. His hand reaches you where you are. He always reaches us where we are to set us where he has placed us to be. He has set us in heavenly places. Not only has he sat Jesus down at the right hand of God, he has sat us down with him. It says that we are seated in those heavenly places with him. And we are seated in that place where his hand is not shortened. He is all that we need. He always wants us to know that his hand is there for us. Never shortened. Always, always bringing us what his word has provided what he has accomplished. You know, that covenant in his hand, that covenant in what he's done. He absolutely made a covenant with the son on the cross and through the resurrection, he brought fulfillment to the promise. And that covenant with Jesus Christ 
he has brought us into. He has set it into motion for us and he has already accomplished it. You know, he said it's finished. He accomplished that covenant where he's saying that his hand is not shortened, that he is bringing it to pass. He has reached you and he reaches you in every area of your life. You know, in Isaiah 58, 14, it says this, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord as you come to hear and his faith rises in you because he's given us the measure of his faith and it rises in you and you hear that his hand is not shortened, that he has brought forth the victory through Jesus Christ and faith comes by hearing and hearing his word. And as you hear that, then shalt you delight yourself in the Lord and he will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. You know, as you come to experience the power and the strength and the promise and the victory and the covenant of God, you can experience delighting yourself in him. Well, you know, the word delight actually means that you're greatly pleased. Well, here you can see it that you're greatly pleased with him, but there's a key here too. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord you will find he's greatly pleased with you. That's what he's accomplished. He's pleased with you. He loves you and it pleases him to bring forth the hand that he has for you. He has brought forth the victory to you. He has brought forth the blessing to you. It is his plan to bless you and to keep you and to embrace you and to pour out himself to you and to pour out every promise and every blessing for you that he has brought forth through that covenant of Jesus Christ. You know, we often think that we have to please him, but <laughs> no, what he's saying is faith pleases me. Faith is what you take a hold of. Your faith to believe what he has said is what pleases him. He's not looking for all the works and the great things you can do. He's looking for you to believe that he is a good God that delights in you. And as you delight in what he's promised and you delight in his word and you delight in all that he's done and you believe him at his word because he is the author and the finisher of faith and you embrace that victory, you embrace his accomplishment, that is pleasing to him. And he is greatly pleased with you. And this is a covenant of delight. He's delighted with you and you are delighted in what he's done for you and delighted in him. And it says when that happens that you will ride upon the high places of the earth. Well, this is defined in the Hebrew like surfing a wave. You're riding above and you're riding on those waves, the highest waves that could ever be. You are experiencing heights and worship. You are riding on the high places of the earth. And it goes on to say that, and you will be fed the heritage, which means you will be consumed with his inheritance. That's an amazing thing. The word of God tells us that we are heirs with Christ, that he has brought us forth as the son of God to make us sons and daughters to make us those who have come forth in all that he has promised, to make us heirs, heirs in Christ. And as we experience that, we are consumed with his inheritance. Imagine that. You're being consumed by the blessing. You're being consumed by who he is and what he's given and what he's accomplished and what he's done. You are experiencing 
all that he is. So as we look at the word feed, meaning being consumed with the blessing of God and the inheritance of God, we're looking now at the word heritage. It's the word nakala. This word means possession and property and inheritance. It means a portion and to share. So we are consumed with his inheritance, his possession, his property, his portion, his share. We are consumed by, as this word means, the inherent meaning of something inherited. We are consumed by the inheritance. We are consumed to embrace, and as this word defines, to occupy the general estate, the estate of God, the blessing of God, the estate of God in every way. It says that heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. All of creation is the estate of God. We are experiencing the entire blessing of God. We are experiencing that we are heirs of every single thing that he has done and that he has accomplished. It says, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. See, he is a good God. His hand is not shortened. Everything in your life he cares about. Everything that you are, he has designed. He has a purpose and a fashion for you. He has a design for you. He has a plan, and that plan is to do you good. He knows those things that he has designed, and he sealed them in Jesus Christ. He sealed them in who he is. He sealed them so you could have them, so they could be a free gift. He says, freely you have received, so freely give. He has brought forth the love of God in your life because he is love, and he has poured out everything that he is, and he's embraced you. He has met you where you are to lift you up and set you in him so you could have everything. You know, as you begin to understand that you have a position, a position in him, a position that he has placed you in, that position is to experience the inheritance, that you are set forth in his delight, that you are established to ride upon the high places of the earth. You are established to just take a hold of that surf and just glide and ride and experience the heights of God, experience the blessing of God, experience all that he is. And that's worship. As you look to him and you put your faith in him and every day of your life, you can experience worshiping God by experiencing those places that he has set you in, the high places of the earth, surfing the wave. And as you embrace that he is there to feed you with the heritage of who he is, consuming you with himself, consuming you. We are consumed by the blessing. We are so consumed that that is his purpose and his plan to bless us, that we can embrace the property of God, that we can have the property of God, that we can experience all his possession. It is his possession, his property, and we can absolutely be over taken by his estate, be overtaken by the blessing of God. You know, again, he reaches to us. He causes us to hear. He publishes his word. He is delighting with his word in your life. He declares it. He repeats it. He reports it. And he shows forth his hand. 
You know, the word of God is his power. It says his word is spirit and life. His word brings forth that divine revelation by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he is not discouraged or grieved by anything. His hand is his strength and his power working for you. You know, it is his plan that you experience all that he is. It is his plan that you embrace who he is because he is love and he loves you. It is his plan that his power and his signs be set forth in your life. He says that as you bring forth the word, you know, preaching the word means preaching it to yourself as well, to anyone. It means preaching it and declaring it and saying it and speaking it in your life and to those in, that are close to you. And as you preach and bring forth in Mark 16, it says, he will follow that with signs and wonders. He will perform his word. He just wants you to take a hold of it and to understand that his hand is in his power and strength and ability to bring forth the manifestation of the word of God in your life, to bring forth who he is, to bring forth all that he's done, to bring forth all that he's given. And he wants you to know he's not saddened to do it. He is happy and glad and rejoicing over you. He is rejoicing over you in every way. There is so much joy in what he has accomplished for you. It was his good delight that he lay down his life and be raised from the dead, that you would be empowered with that same power, that same Holy Spirit, he who he is, his spirit to empower you and quicken you. In Ephesians, it says that you are quickened by his spirit. You are quickened by him in your bodies, in your physical life, in your emotional life, in your uh, every part of your life, in your spiritual life, in your social life, in every area. The power of the Holy Spirit is quickening for you. That you can possess all that he has brought to experience the inheritance that he has given, which is his portion, which is everything. Heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. That's where you can say, as Jesus said, pray like this, his will be done, his kingdom come, his power, his ability, all that he is. He is absolutely there supplying everything for you, including confidence and courage. And he is supplying the fulfillment of what he's asked you to embrace for you to do in your purpose. He's there. Each one of us have a purpose and a plan, and we can be encouraged by who he is because his hand is not shortened to perform, to bring forth, and to liberate, and to bring us the victory, and to have us embrace everything he has. And he also says here that his ear is not heavy, that he cannot hear. He is bringing divine revelation. He is revealing to you who he is, what his plans are, what his purpose is. He's revealing to you his promises. You know, in Matthew 16, Jesus asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And he said, you are the Christ. You are the anointed one. You, you remove the burdens. You destroy the yokes. You remove everything that is not of you. I see that you are the Messiah, the hand of God. And it's not shortened. You've brought strength and power. 
And he, Jesus turns and he says to Peter, he said, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. You didn't get this by intellectually thinking, but it was the Father who is in heaven. It's the Holy Spirit, the Son and the Father working together, bringing revelation, that divine revelation to you because our ear has heard. And we hear that you are speaking and you are saying and you are calling and we are here to liberate, to bring forth victory, to rescue, and to bless you in every way. And you can delight yourself in the Lord. As he delights in us, we are sitting in his delight. We are seated in his delight. He says we're above and not beneath. He has lifted us up in his delight. We are in the delight of the Lord and we are delighting ourselves in him. And we are riding upon the high places of the earth and we are fed the heritage. We are consumed with the inheritance of God. Father, I thank you that everyone that has heard this podcast is touched to know that your hand is not short, that your strength and your power and your signs have reached them, that you are not grieved or impatient or discouraged with us, that you are faith and you always believe and that you liberate and bring us the victory and that your ear is there for us, heavy with divine revelation, bringing us all that you are, pouring out your honor, your richness, your glory to us in every way that we can enjoy you. And I thank you that you enjoy us, that you delight over us, and that you embrace us, and we can delight in you, and we are pleasing you by our faith, because we have believed you by what you said, and that you've caused us to rise upon the high places of the earth, to serve the wave, and to experience the heritage, the heritage that belongs to us, the inheritance, the estate that you have brought, the blessing of the Lord in our lives in every area. For your mouth has spoken it, and we receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.